Hey, 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 how's it going, guys? Thank you again for listening to My Violet Tendencies with me, Marvelous Matt Nix. And, uh, yeah, I never really know how to start these things because it's essentially just me uh, talking to myself in a room by myself. And, uh, what has happened in the last week or so? Oh, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, I went with the Presentes crew on the cruise of Jericho. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the whole name of the cruise was because I can't remember what it is. Uh, but it's the Jericho cruise. A wonderful, wonderful trip to the Bahamas. Uh, man, it was, uh, it was super cool. Uh, something that I've never really experienced before. I've never been on a boat before, let alone, uh, a cruise, a luxury, luxury cruise. Um, and let me tell you, it was super fun. Got to hang out with, uh, with all my friends, uh, from work, uh, Scrump, Stank, uh, Castro, Vinny, Moses, uh, Stupid Michael, uh, Frank and Ryan were all there as well as Taffy and Joe from uh, Hot Topic. Uh, they were in our, our little posse as well. And man, it was such a good time. Uh, just spending the spending the day on the beach uh, in the Bahamas was like unreal. Uh, if you if you follow me on Twitter or on Instagram, I definitely posted some pictures uh, of the beach and uh, my new friend, the uh, dolphin. That I wish I could have gotten in the water and like played with it, but like the dolphin encounter was pretty expensive. <laughs> it was like over a hundred dollars. Uh, that I was just like, you know what, I'm good from standing up here. Uh, I can see this dolphin pretty well. I got some pretty good pictures of him. Looks like he was smiling at me. So, hey, that was pretty cool. But, uh, but yeah, man, hanging out on the beach um, and just being on the boat itself was was pretty wild. So many like wild, rabid wrestling fans and being able to watch uh, AEW wrestling uh, live every day on the boat was pretty pretty insane uh, to think of that there was matches happening on this boat uh, in the middle of this the uh, the Atlantic Ocean. So. Uh, but man, it was, we, we spent a lot of time, uh, in the casino as well. Uh, I definitely lost, uh, a little bit of money, uh, some, some of us more than others, but, um, there was some craziness, uh, that ensued with a crazy drunk lady climbing, uh, balconies and stuff. I won't even get into that. If you want to hear the story about that, you go over and listen to the PWD, PWT cast and, uh, hear the full story there from Scrump and Steak themselves. Um, but yeah, this week, uh, I wanted to do something different. Uh, it's not that different. Other people do this all the time, but it's different for me. I'm flying solo on this episode and I, I posted it on social media. I was like, Hey, uh, if you guys any, have any questions, uh, anything you want to know about me specifically, or just shit you want me to talk about, um, we're doing an ask me anything, an AMA. Um, and I posted it on Twitter with the hashtag. Uh, ask Nicks, which is me. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, let's get into some of these questions because some of them are pretty good and I can't wait to, uh, dive into this. So let's start with this one from, ooh, from at wonderlust847 on Twitter. Uh, yes. How did you come up with your rename? So if you didn't know my wrestling ring name, is Marvelous Matt Nix. <laughs> and if you didn't know that, I don't know what you're doing listening to this podcast, man. Um, but so the name Matt Nix comes from my, I basically ripped off what Shawn Michaels did when he came up with his wrestling name. 
uh, my real name, my government name, is uh, Nick Almendares, or Nicholas Matthew Almendares is my full legal name. Um, and so I basically just took my middle name, made it my first name, and then I made my first name as my last name, and then I just kind of added the K and the S uh, on the name for aesthetics. I thought it looked cool. Uh, and everyone always asks me, Knicks, like, oh, Knicks, are you a big fan of the New York Knicks? And I'm like, no, diehard Bulls fan, but um, I could definitely see the confusion. Uh, and it was also pretty funny uh, when I did my little appearance on AEW Dynamite and they announced me as Matt Knicks, uh, which is who I am. And so many people on Twitter were just like, Matt Knicks, this guy is the young bucks combined into one person. And I was like, oh, damn, I never even thought about that. But, hey, man, I've been wrestling for 10 years now, and I didn't even know who they were when I started wrestling. So, um, yeah, it's just a very weird, funny coincidence. Um, the Marvelous nickname, I guess, just kind of came from, like, I wanted a – I felt like I needed some sort of, like, moniker or something additional to kind of add onto my name to, to kind of like make me not seem so vanilla. So I came up with Marvelous, which I was like, there's the only other wrestler I could think of that was Marvelous was uh, Marvelous Mark Merrill. And uh, he's not really wrestling that much anymore. Um, so I, I figured it would be okay if I started using it. And uh, I haven't got any death threats yet. So I think I'm okay. Uh, Let's see, what do we got next? Thank you for that question, by the way. That's a fun one. Uh, Trevor Outlaw, friend of the show, uh, he asks, what was your vision behind uh, the creation of the Freelance Legacy title? And what do you hope to see established by those who hold it? So uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Freelance Legacy Championship, we just uh, established it this last year. And... Uh, it's essentially, uh, I would say, like a, the mid-card championship of uh, freelance wrestling now. And uh, it's a beautiful belt, skull in the middle, uh, blue strap. Uh, I just think it looks incredible. And uh, the idea behind the legacy title um, is, is that the city of Chicago has such a rich history of wrestling and just being like a hub for wrestling in general, you know, with all this stuff with AEW kind of happening here and like a big city for like when WWE would host their own pay-per-views as well and just the rich history through the throughout the independence and all the guys who've come up through this this uh this area and uh it's it's kind of just meant to to pay homage and you know to the legacy of the chicago wrestling scene and um i thought it would be a, a nice little nod to history there and um as far as what i would like to see from those who hold it i mean just just you know being the best champion that they could possibly be and like the reason that they're there and in holding that championship is because that they are etching their their own piece of legacy uh in not just in freelance but in wrestling in general so i guess just just to see them you know continue to grow and, and be better so i hope that's a, a good enough answer i don't know <laughs> uh thank you trevor for that question uh funky miller a uh, friend from australia uh, he's got a couple questions here. Let's, uh, let's see if we'll go down them. Uh, favorite wrestling storyline that I've created. Um, honestly, I think the, my favorite storyline that I created, at least with freelance, um, probably the story, uh, it's like the, the first year of freelance 
um, that when when everything started before I never, you know, anybody even knew who we were. Um, the storyline was basically it started on the first show between myself and Kenny Sutra, and uh, the idea was that Kenny Sutra. Uh, we broke into the business together. We broke into wrestling, into training. We've, I've known him, I've literally known Kenny Sutra since I was in preschool. We've known each other for a long time. And uh, we broke into wrestling together and we, we started as a tag team. Uh, we were known as the Dojo of Electric Muscle. Uh, incredible name, I know. And after a while, we kind of drifted a little apart in wrestling. And I started teaming with uh, Castro, Christopher Castro, Chris Castro, the big C, um, and we formed uh, the Four Star Heroes, and the story was that Kenny Sutra resented me for that. He thought that I tossed him aside, and that I chose Castro uh, over him, and he was there to to make me pay. And he brought in the the assistance of Stevie Fierce and, and Rob Matter as his as his his crew there, and they were going to make the Four Star Heroes lives a living hell. Um, and that started in G in June of twenty fourteen. And it went throughout the rest of uh, 2014 into 2015. And, you know, in December of 2014, uh, they we did a part where uh, the three of them jumped us after a match and they, they beat up Castro and they handcuffed him into the corner. He couldn't get out and they had me held up. And, uh, and at the time I had, had shoulder length, long hair, and they, they grabbed my hair in their hands. And in the center of the ring, they pull out a big pair of scissors and they cut my hair in the middle of the ring. And it was the ultimate sign of disrespect. And the crowd, like, they ate it up, and it was awesome. And it just so happened I wanted to get a haircut at that time anyway, so. Um, but that kind of culminated in, in June of 2015 at the, the first anniversary show for Freelance, uh, where it was the three of them, Come and Go, versus the Four Stair Heroes in a Chicago street fight, um, which was to this day is one of my favorite matches that I've ever been in. And, um, you know, the crowd was really invested in the story because they, they had been coming every, every show and, and kind of knew what was going on. And they knew that this was finally going to be the time where, you know, the ba the bad guys get their comeuppance. And, you know, we, we all went out there and we put everything we had into that match. And, uh, and that, that actually, that match was voted the match of the year for that, that year. And, you know, it means a lot to me that people, thought that that was you know, the best thing that they seen. And, you know, you know, the, everything else that had happened that year, I mean, there were so many incredible moments and matches that had happened in that first year. And, you know, to be selected as the one that they liked the most was, was it meant a lot to me. And, and I know it meant a lot to the other guys as well. And, you know, it's cool to look back on that too, especially with how far freelance has grown and how, how it's, you know, where it is to this day and all the incredible matches that just blow that one out of the water that, that have happened since then. And, um, it's nice to have that little piece of history, uh, in my, in my memories, as far as what we've done. And, um, I learned a lot as far as like when, when booking the shows that like the crowd doesn't necessarily want to see, you know, me and all the main storylines. And that's totally fine. Like, because there's so many m more incredible talented wrestlers that are on our roster now that, that have kind of taken the forefront. And it's awesome though. Um. It was kind of a long-winded answer. I'm sorry. Uh, favorite wrestling story that you've ever seen? Uh, that's such a... Um, man, I don't know. Like, I would have to say... In all of wrestling? God, there's so many. Um, I guess I'm just going to say what the first one that comes to mind as far as the most recent would be 
the this the story of of Daniel Bryan's rise to uh, the WWE Championship and where he was you know was told that he was the B plus player and he couldn't you know main event WrestleMania and then it ultimately culminated in him winning the title uh, at WrestleMania 30. That was such a really incredible uh, emotional storyline, not just for like you know story purposes, but also like as as an independent wrestler seeing that kind of happen. It's like not that I'm like, oh, I I can be WWE champion one day, but like, it's not far out of the realm of possibility for you know somebody on the independents to kind of work to really really work their way up and work hard, and, and you you could potentially be be uh, uh, lucky enough to get that opportunity one day, and and it, it just kind of like it opened things up as far as like um, thinking that the glass ceiling, quote unquote. Um, was always going to be there for guys on the independence. And it, it really did show that, you know, somebody can, can overcome all of that. And it was awesome to see. So I, I'm just going to go with that. That was probably one of my favorites of all time. Uh, favorite way to chill out. I would honestly say like my favorite thing, at least currently is, uh, cause I'm, I'm constantly busy, you know, with working at pro wrestling tees, running freelance, having, you know, my own wrestling career, uh, as well as having a, you know, a, a girlfriend, it's kind of hard to kind of have like time to just chill out. I'm constantly doing stuff. Uh, even with this podcast, I'm, you know, I, I have to put time aside to do this as well. And my favorite way to chill out currently is to just kind of like kick back on a, on a weekend and just like play some music and, and read some comics. You know, I just, I just recently got an iPad and I've been like burning through uh, the walking dead, uh, like digitally on, on there. And it's been, it's been so, um, I used to read a lot more when I was younger, like comics and then books, regular books themselves. And I kind of got away from it once I got a little bit older in high school and especially now. And, and, and I miss it, you know, I miss kind of having that, like that escape. Um, and, and yeah, like being able to like kind of dive back into these comic books again uh, has been really fun. And, and it, it, it's like, it's, it's crazy how like, especially with this Walking Dead story like I, I've watched most of the TV show and I knew that the 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 comics were a little bit different um but just seeing some of the stuff happen differently in the book and I'm like oh man I didn't even know that was gonna happen like this is crazy like I'm just kind of getting invested into it it's been it's been really fun and uh and I'm definitely taking uh recommendations so if, if you have if anybody has any recommendations for comic stories that for me to check out I, I would love to to do that you know I can uh I, you know hit me up <laughs> DMs, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. I, I would love to. I love to read what you're reading. So hit me up with that. Um, favorite video game. Uh, so I'm not like a huge video game guy. Uh, when I was younger, I had a, uh, an N64 growing up, and then and then a little bit later, I got I got into the PlayStation stuff. But honestly, like in the last year or so, I started like really kind of getting into more video game stuff because like most of my friends, if not all of them are like really, really avid gamers. And I kind of like, just feel like not left out of conversation, but like, I, I like, I really love listening to them talk about video games. Like for instance, like my, my good friends, uh, Ian and Mike who do the 616 entertainment podcast, um, are constantly is on their show or whenever we're, we're hanging out, like they're, they're always talking about video game stuff and the, the way that they're so like excited and passionate about what they're talking about. It gets me excited. Even though I have no idea what the heck they're talking about. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. And then what? Like keep telling me like this stuff. So like it kind of got me interested in, in checking more stuff out. And, um, you know, I purchased, uh, 
Mortal Kombat 11 when it came out, and uh, man, that was so much fun to play through. Uh, I'd played Mortal Kombat before, um, you know, not for a while, but uh, playing through that game was super fun. The story mode was really interesting, and um, I after that, I really, really, really got into Red Dead Redemption 2. And let me tell you, that is probably the best game that I've ever played in my life. I just got super like invested in the story and like and just playing through it. It's it's basically like a like a simulator. You know, you're playing as this cowboy and, and just you you have to you have to eat and you have to you know take care of them. You have to take you know get haircuts and shave and you know you have to hunt for things and it's just super immersive and like I just found that this like so it, it was relaxing too to just kind of like come home from a long day of work. And sit down and play that like in, in the complete darkness and just like immerse yourself into this you know early 1900s like western game and man it's i still play it to this day like it's it's you can never get tired of it uh favorite game console uh i i have a i so currently at my apartment with uh with my girlfriend we have uh connected to our tv we have a, we have a switch we have a ps4 and we have a xbox one um, I, the PS4 and Switch is mine. I really love the PS4, uh, as far as, like, what we can do on it now. Like, there's so much, like, and how, like, super crisp and clean and, and incredible these graphics are for these games. Um, I mean, currently I would say PS4, but I think overall, growing up with an N64, man, there's, there's so many, like, really good games that came out for N64 and just, like, even if they're not, like, great games, like, just growing up with them and, like, I have this, like, weird nostalgic feeling towards some some of them and uh and a lot of those games too were just like like i guess easier like again like i'm not a huge gaming person so like for me i i like a game that's like challenging enough but like also like i want to be able to like kind of feel like i can win um so i would say probably n64 or ps4 if that uh answers your question oh man favorite movie and tv show uh favorite movie uh, short answer is definitely going to just be uh, Blues Brothers. It's my favorite movie, uh, not just because it's about Chicago, uh, but you know, I, I'm a, I'm very music is is very important to me. Uh, it's it's one of my passions outside of wrestling, and uh, I love all kinds of music. Uh, I know people say that all the time. They're like, oh, I listen to everything, but man, I really really do listen to everything. Um, I blame my my parents growing up. Like, I listen to you know they listen to like. Uh, classic rock and then Motown and R&B music. And I kind of like started growing up listening to just that and then evolving into my own tastes and getting into more, you know, rock music and punk rock and pop punk and, and but even like listening to some pop stuff too and rap and, you know, I, I pretty much listen to everything. And if you look on, on Spotify, there's, if you can, I think you can search for it. There's a marvelous Matt Nick's uh, playlist on there. And it's a bunch of it's anything that I like. It's just thrown in there and it's, super random and obscure but but yeah absolutely the blues brothers movie about music i love it uh it's super funny it's still funny to this day uh, if you haven't seen that movie go out of your way to check it out blues brothers 2000 yeah you can skip that one that's okay um favorite tv show um i think i'm just gonna say honestly I, my favorite show is probably like supernatural uh which i know a lot of people are probably rolling their eyes at but man i just like I got into it. I, I'm super into like, you know, uh, the occult and, you know, ghosts and all that stuff. And, and this show just kind of like really gripped, gripped me, if that makes sense. Gri uh, I, it, it really kind of took me in and 
there's so much that goes on in that show and it's kind of like it's kind of cheesy at times but like a lot of the storylines that like when you really get into them they they were uh really i really got invested in the show and you know they're i think they're in their 20th season or something right now and it's i think it's gonna be the last season but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna suck to see it go but you know it might be about time i think other characters have died like a hundred times and come back to life a hundred times so you know, maybe this is time for it to end. But yeah, Supernatural, Blues Brothers, favorite movie and TV show, hands down. Uh, my favorite dream tag team partner. Um, hmm. I never really thought about that, but I think uh, I think I would love to tag with uh, with Colt Cabana. I think me and him uh, would learn a bit. Tagging with him, I'd learn so much, and you know, I've I've definitely like taken to wrestling with more of a comedic style and, and Cabana is probably one of the best, if not the best comedic wrestler of all time. And, uh, you know, to be able to tag with him would be, be awesome. It would be a dream. Uh, favorite band and favorite song. Oh my gosh. Um, my favorite band, I think I would definitely is a tie really, uh, of two favorite bands. Uh, one of them is, uh, the bouncing souls. Uh, they are a punk band from New Jersey that have been around for about 30 years now. And, uh, they, uh, if, uh, I would say if I'm trying to think what, uh, you probably be more familiar with them. Uh, they did El Generico's theme song on the independence, the Ole, 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 Ole. They kind of just become synonymous with him, even in his career now as Sami Zayn. Um, and also if you, if you look back on like, Punk's last match in, in the at Ring of Honor, he came out to Night Train by Bouncing Souls, which is a fantastic song. I love it. Um, and yeah, that he's he's they're actually one of his favorite bands as well. Uh, he's pretty good friends with the, with the band. Uh, every anytime I've ever gone and seen them uh, live in Chicago, uh, and he's always there, and he comes up and sings backup vocals on True Believers, and it's awesome. Uh, such a fun fun thing to see, and and you know it's a they're a really great band. If you ever get a chance to see them live, I definitely would recommend it. Uh, my other favorite band is a band called The Wonder Years from Philadelphia. Uh, they're a pop punk band, which uh, many of you are like, what's pop punk? Uh, it's that whiny pop, you know, whiny punk music that everybody kind of makes fun of. And, you know, it's, I, I love them though. They're, they're incredible. Uh, their music is a lot more uh, emotional and, Growing up as a teenager, uh, I identified with a lot of the music that they were putting out. Uh, a lot of the lyrics have, have to do with uh, dealing with depression and, um, you know, just growing up in general. And, and I kind of, where where they were when I started listening to them was basically, we were basically on the same like wavelength. And as I've gotten older, so have they, obviously. Um, and their music has matured as well. And, you know, I... I, you know, I, it, I still really like what they're putting out. Like it's, it's definitely like, it's different from what they, what they started as, but it, it feels, it feels, still feels right. You know, it, it's still like, it's still stuff that I can like, um, connect with. And that was very important for me growing up. Um, so yeah, if you, if you like that kind of stuff and you, you know, like that kind of like emotional music, I would definitely check them out too. And uh, the lead singer of the band, Dan Campbell, uh, they call him Soupy, Campbell Soup, get it? 
uh, he is a huge wrestling fan as well. And uh, he's, you know, I think he's, he's friends with Seth Rollins and, but uh, yeah, they, they love wrestling. Uh, so there's just always this, there's always this connection of wrestling to everything. So, but yeah, check them out. The Wonder Years, Bouncing Souls. Uh, my favorite song, I don't know if I really have a favorite song, but I'm just going to say like the final countdown by Europe. <laughs> I just love that song. It's incredible. Um, Brian Danielson's theme song from Ring of Honor, um, if anybody doesn't know, but, uh, the dumbest conspiracy theory that I've ever heard, um, off the top of my head, I'm just going to say this one that I actually heard yesterday was I was watching a video on YouTube about just like, whatever. I think it was just like facts about the movie Endgame. And like one of the things that was on it was just like, did Ozzy Osbourne uh, predict the fu- like the future of this movie or whatever? Like so, for those of you who don't know, Ozzy Osbourne was in a band called Black Sabbath. They have a song called Iron Man, and I'm probably sure you've heard this song. Um, but there's a lyric in the song that goes, uh, "When he traveled through time for the future of mankind," which is essentially like the plot, you know, in a in a, in a roundabout way, it's the plot of the movie Endgame. And the show's called, and the song's called Iron Man, you know. And they're like, did, did uh, there was just like a, a, a prophecy and stuff. And I was just like, uh, no, I don't think so. But uh, I don't know if it's con- that technically a conspiracy, but we're just gonna say it is. Uh, you just put scariest stuff, huh? Scariest what? Um, yeah. I don't know. So, but thank you so much, Funky Miller, for all of those questions. It was so much. We ate up so much time. <laughs> Um, next from heel and face wrestling, uh, shout out to those guys for, uh, for giving me like a ton of questions here. Um, let's see what we got. Who is the best pizza in Chicago? Oh, hands down. I'm going to go with Pequod's and the reason why I love their pizza so much. So obviously if you're coming to Chicago and you're going to get pizza, you're, you're probably trying to come get a deep dish pizza. Now, there's a ton of different deep dish spots in the city, and, you know, I'll be honest, like, I know a lot of people have some very, like, like, passionate, like, opinions about this stuff. Like, for me personally, I would eat anything. I don't care. I'll eat them all. I love love pizza. I'll just eat it. It doesn't matter. But I like Pequod's the best, and here's why. So it's deep dish pizza, but the crust is, like, caramelized crust that's, like, it's, like, kind of burnt. But it's like sweet and it's just, oh, dude, it's so perfect. It is literally the best pizza in this city. Pequod's Pizza. Um, and But if I'm looking for like a quick slice or something interesting, um, Demo's Pizza is another one of my favorites. They they do they sell by the slice. You can get a slice of pizza, beer, and a, and a, you know, and a shot for, you know, under 10 bucks or something. And they, they do like weird pizzas too. They'll do, they'll do like mac and cheese slice or they'll do like buffalo chicken, whatever. Like they they always have like different like rotating um, specialty slices that they do there. And it, it's so awesome. It's a good spot. It's They're open late. Uh, Bocce's Pizza is another great uh, by the slice as well. Um, but yeah. Uh, what have I learned about myself in my journey of wrestling? Uh, I definitely learned... How to it, wrestling and it is weird. It's this is weird to say. Wrestling taught me to be more responsible, and I say that as like by running a company and like having you know being in charge of like you know doing this and that and you know 
handling money and doing all this kind of stuff and like scheduling and a lot of like stuff that like I never, oh, excuse me, that I never really dealt with like growing up and, and it kind of like forced me to kind of like become more responsible and like be more organized and, um, and it, and it taught me that I, that I was very passionate about this. Like I knew I loved wrestling. I know obviously everybody like love, you know, if you're into wrestling, you, you love wrestling, but like, it really taught me like, uh, like the sacrifices that I had to make, um, coming up in wrestling. And, and it really taught me that like, Oh, this is something that I really want to do. And, you know, it was great. Uh, who are some wrestlers in the Chicago area that people should watch for? Oh man, there's, there's a ton right now. Uh, obviously, uh, everybody knows, everybody knows Kylie Ray, <laughs> but if you don't look at Kylie Ray, she's incredible. She's so talented. Uh, she's the freelance champion right now. She's, uh, fantastic. Um, uh, GPA is another really great talent. I know a lot of people have very strong feelings about GPA, um, but he's like, he's probably one of the most technically sound wrestlers in the Chicagoland area. Uh, Laney Luck is incredible. Elena Black is great. Uh, Davey Bang, August Matthews. Uh, Craig Mitchell is another one. Big Hoss. Hoss fights. Um, gosh, I can go on and on. Um, Pat Monix. Eye Candy Elliott. These guys are all great. Isaiah Velasquez, Jesus Bryce. Uh, pretty much anybody that you see on a freelance wrestling show in Chicago is, is who I would say. Um, because, you know, we, we want to bring the best talent that we can to freelance and to, to show to everybody. And, you know, we bring in talent from outside of Chicago, but the talent that's here, like these are the people that I, that I believe in that I want to see everywhere. So just look at our roster and that'll, that'll pretty much answer that. <laughs> Why is it so fun to see GPA get beat up? But, well, he just kind of has, uh, <laughs> So when I, okay, I'll, I'll tell this story really quick. When I was growing up uh, and I was, uh, I used to, I, I wrestled, uh, am, do amateur wrestling for a youth wrestling group called the Badger Wrestling Club. Shout out to Coach Joe. Um, when I graduated, when I graduated high school, I came back and, and was a volunteer coach uh, to help coach the kids. And I was in charge of coaching the six and unders, which is the most it takes the, mo the most uh, patience I've ever had in my life is to coach six-year-olds. Um, and uh, one of the kids, uh, very smart-ass, said to me, he said, Coach, you got a real slappable face. And I lost it. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And, uh, yeah, I'll say that about GPA. He's got a very slappable face. So that's probably why it's so fun to see him get beat up. Uh, favorite moment of my career so far? Honestly, there's there's been so many. Uh, I think the, the obvious answer would probably be my my appearance uh, my appearance sorry on uh, AEW Dynamite wrestling Cody Rhodes uh, in front of ten thousand people at the Hoffman Estates Sears Center. Uh, that was pretty cool in its own right. But what made that my favorite moment wasn't getting a chance to wrestle in front of ten thousand people, but was being in the ring looking across the ring from somebody of that high of a caliber and the crowd who should be chanting his name, not chanting my name, but they're chanting freelance wrestling. Uh, that was to me like super, super, and I've talked about it on here before, but it meant so much to me because it's, here's this company, this little rinky dink wrestling show in Chicago that like 
that I created with my buddies. And, you know, here we are like six years later and, and, and this 10,000 seat arena, like maybe not everybody in there is chanting it, but like enough that it, was, it came out on TV and, you know, you could hear it there, you know, they're chanting and showing their respect to the company that, that the locally that they love. And that meant so much to me. And, and I'll never, never forget that. Uh, Super Bowl winner. Um, I'm so torn because I, 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 first of all, I was just like anybody but the Patriots. That's all I care about. Um, but this is going to be such a fun Super Bowl uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs and, and San Francisco 49ers and two teams that like are just like young and hungry. And, you know, I, part of me wants the, you know, the Niners to win because Kenny Sutro and my good friends is is a big 49ers fan and you know for him to, to have his team uh win would be really cool uh on the other hand i really really like patrick uh, patrick holmes and and he was my my fantasy quarterback um i don't know i i as long as it's a good game and it's not a blowout i think that'll that that'll make me happy that and getting a big bowl of chili at my dad's house so uh let's see list of, a list of places you would like to wrestle that's kind of broad, but I would love to say that I would love to wrestle. Um, I would love to wrestle in the UK again. Uh, I'd love to go to Japan, uh, given the opportunity. I'd love to go back to Mexico. I'd love to go to Australia. I just, I love, I love traveling, and I, I would love to travel internationally more. And, and to be able to wrestle while I'm doing it uh, would be incredible. Um, there's so many different companies in, in the United States as well. I mean, I. I've never been to I've never wrestled in Texas, so um, oh, that's another one of your questions that you asked. The next question: Texas wrestling companies you'd like to wrestle for? Uh, hey, man, I'd wrestle for anybody. Like, given the opportunity, I, I love I love wrestling. I love traveling. So, if uh, if you're a Texas wrestling promoter and you're listening to this, slide into my DMs. Uh, how did freelance get started? Well, uh, I've told that story a million times, especially on this podcast. So. If you want to hear that story, you can go back and listen to a couple episodes back. Um, the story behind Underground Wrestling. So Freelance Underground is our sister promotion uh, here in the Chicagoland area. Um, long story short, uh, James Camioni was the is the promoter for um, Freelance Underground. Uh, he he was he ran a company called Underground Wrestling in in the in the area, and we. We uh, like I've I've known him forever. Like we we've been friends, and and you know we worked together when we were doing shows. Um, but they they we we so we ran a show together at, at the Bra uh, Bader Brow Brewery, which is such a tongue twister to say. Um, and we we ran a, a joint show there. So it was freelance wrestling and underground wrestling presents Bader Brawl, and uh, they ended up losing their venue. And I I was like, hey, why don't you guys just run here? And they were like, well, we want to do stuff with you guys too. too. So like, we just kind of talked about it and we just said it made more sense to kind of merge brands. Since we work together so much already, why not just kind of make it more official? So Freelance Underground uh, kind of became like the sister sister show uh, to the, the freelance shows that were happening every month. And um, it, it kind of opens, it opens the doors up for more talent to kind of get uh, more opportunities and uh, just more places for people to work, you know, and working good people. And... You know, they're, they're doing more shows now at uh, the Church Street Brewery in uh, Itasca, but also down in uh, Joliet now, uh, semi-regularly. Um, and uh, 
like you said, you can see a bunch of the same, uh, a bunch of the, the t same talent from the freelance shows on these underground shows as well. And uh, you should definitely check them out. They're awesome. Um, my stance on intergender wrestling. Uh, I, I like intergender wrestling. I think it's, I think it's done right. It's, it's a, a very good uh, storytelling um, uh, tool in wrestling. Uh, obviously there's like certain, certain people feel certain ways about it. And, but I think it's, I think we're all, we're, once we all step in the ring, uh, you know, we're, we, we're all trained the same way. We're all, you know, we, we all take the same bumps. It's like, why is it so difficult to have matches with each other? So uh, I'm big, big supporter of intergender wrestling. I think it's, I think it's super entertaining and it's fun. I love, I love competing against the females. Uh, they always beat my ass, but hey, it's fun. Um, why is Whataburger so good? I don't know. Whataburger, I've only had Whataburger a couple times uh, when I've been to Texas. Um, but man, that spicy ketchup is so good. And I get it delivered sometimes. Uh, when I have friends that go to Texas, they they sell in, in the, the big, I know you you know, but if anybody outside of Texas doesn't know, they sell like the, the like full-size ketchup bottles of the uh, what a burger spicy ketchup and I always get some when somebody goes they bring me back some and it's it's just so good it, it goes good on everything except on a, except on a hot dog it doesn't happen um doo -doo -doo. Uh, favorite type of music and artist uh, I kind of answered that already but I, I guess I you know I listen to everything but I, I guess mostly uh punk music pop punk uh more regularly than any, anything else um uh, and I told you about my favorite bands already, so I'm not answering that again. I'm sorry. Um, thank you so much, Heal and Face, uh, for, for submitting those questions. Uh, Iron Spirit Pro uh, has a couple questions here. Uh, Iron Spirit is an independent wrestling company in uh, Normal, Illinois. Um, check those guys out. They're at Iron Spirit Pro on Twitter. Uh, they ask, what are some tips for newer promoters? Um, tips. I mean, like, I'm not really like, I'm kind of still learning this stuff as I'm going right now. Um, I guess tips that I would, that I would give, uh, don't be discouraged. Um, if like, if you, you feel like you're not drawing a crowd and like right away, uh, it takes time. It took time for us to kind of become where we are right now. I mean, we started drawing with like 100, 150 people every show and, and slowly but surely, it, it, you know, more people started coming and the crowds grew. And so don't feel like you're, you're failing right off the bat because it takes time to kind of establish yourself, especially in an area where maybe wrestling's not very prevalent and, you know, harder to get to and just stay determined and stay dedicated to what you're doing and, 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 you know, be, be dedicated to the stories that you're trying to tell. Uh, who are the freelance wrestling academy students to look out for? Uh, all of them. They're all incredible. They're all like super awesome people. Um, I would say like you, you would you take your pick. <laughs> they're they're all in, they're all great talents. Uh, they're all super dedicated. They're all hungry and willing to to travel and learn anything they can. So. Um, all of them, I would say, uh, what's, what's an underrated punk band? Um, underrated punk band. That is interesting. I, I don't know who, like, that's kind of a, that's a tough question. 
Uh, I'm going to think about that one, and uh, maybe I'll get back to you another time. But thank you so much uh, for your questions. Uh, I'm going to look here. On, I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through Twitter and uh, trying to find if anybody else had submitted any, because I don't know if that was it. Um, it's so much fun doing this. Um podcasting and talking to myself, but, um, I think that it might've been all of them possibly. Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, that's, that's all of them. <laughs> I'm like trying to find it. I, I, I swear. I thought I saw some more. Um, but no, that seems to be it. Excellent. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I got through that. I was just, I was actually kind of nervous, uh, to record this by myself because I was like, I don't know if I can like just talk on my own. Like, I know it's kind of silly to say when I'm, when I'm like, Hey, I do a podcast, but like, I mean, I like, I like having people here to talk to I like, I like having a conversation because like, you know, I, sometimes I get lost and I, and I can't think of what to say. And then I just kind of ramble, uh, like, like right now, but, but, uh, I mean, hopefully you, you guys like that. And maybe I'll do more of these and, and answer some more questions down the road and, you know, uh, not just wrestling questions because I feel like those can, a lot of those can be the same, uh, at least the same me answering them the same way. But, uh, I think, uh, I think that's about it. I think I'm going to get out of here. Um, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you don't follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at TheMattNicks on Twitter. T-H-E-M-A-T-T-K-N-I-C-K-S. Uh, follow the podcast, My Violet Podcast on Twitter. Uh, it's uh, Matt Nicks on Instagram. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm hoping to, uh, to kind of get more more episodes recorded now. Now that I have my own office here at Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, it's a little bit easier for me to kind of like escape from everyone and just kind of like just and just record and, and shoot the shit with, with uh, my friends and people that I think are interesting. So, uh, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>